Welcome to this next episode of Unlock the Leader's Code with leadership enthusiast Tio Kang, serving solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs to lift them up to their highest level of potential. Without further ado, here's your leadership coach, Tito Kang. Aloha, friends. This is Tito Kang, your host on Unlock the Leader's Code Live. Today, on Tuesday, January 31st, as always, I'm doing this live on Facebook every morning at 8.30. If you can't jump on it, you can catch it later on on Facebook or you can catch it on this podcast where I repurpose it, one of the key things. Today, we are talking about the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership and we're on to law number 17. That is the law of priorities. It's one of my favorite laws. I'm telling you, when I talk to Mike, coaching clients and I do group coaching for entrepreneurs or intrapreneurs, those individuals that are leading a new team, a lot of time I hear there is no time. Have you heard that? Do you as well say you're too busy? There's a words I used to say a lot. I said people would ask me, how are you doing? I said, I'm busy, I'm busy. And we've gone into the environment, especially in the entrepreneurial world, even in the corporate world where busy becomes the status symbol that you are productive. Now, busyness is not a sign of productivity or efficiency. Now, what I like to use is a word that says, if people ask me, how are you doing? I would say, I'm being productive. How's your business? It's been productive. Busy is not a good thing. It's like the chicken running around with their heads cut off, right? Now, Let's dive down into the law of priorities. In the book, John discusses one of the laws I really like. It's called the Pareto Principle. Pareto was a scientist back, I believe, in the 40s that came out with this. Don't quote me on that. I might be wrong. But the Pareto Principle goes like this, that 80% of your results will be generated from 20% of your efforts. 80% of your results will be generated by 20% of your efforts. The key thing that I found out in my journey is finding what 20% efforts yields the 80% results. Now, I've used this many a times in trying to analyze businesses that either I've taken over or helping my clients determine is the first... The first task I do is get them to examine their book of business and to highlight what size of the business comes out and you'll notice typically that 80% of the revenue is derived from 20% of their total list of clients. So that's a key component, first and foremost. Now, John offers three things. He He says that every time you chunk your work and you set up your priorities, he uses a system called the three R's, which goes like this. The first one is for requirement. Now, I call this the superpower skills. Every time I talk to an entrepreneur, I say, There's stuff that you cannot delegate away, and that's your superpower skills. It's the one thing that you are required to do because no one can do it better than you. And if you delegate it away, the essence of your company, of what your, your company stands for, depending on your talent, depending if you're a talent person or you're the leader or you're the manager in your environment, it's going to take that superpower skill away from your organization or your team and therefore render it useless and you're going to tank. So make sure that you do not delegate your superpower skills. So what are you required to do? The second thing John talks about is your return. What's your return on investment? 
right? Now, in the return on investment is this. It's to take a look at things that you do and it brings you joy. And typically, if you go into your superpower skills, typically you'll see that it brings you joy. So I love to put this together and read about leadership and format it and send, in a sense to connect back with you and doing these talks every morning because it gives me joy to do so. I believe I add value into the world. I can help someone on their leadership journey. Now, if I look at some of the responses I've gotten, some of the replies I have, and I've helped someone increase their leadership mindset, if you will, I take a lot of joy in that. And at the same time, I keep on improving myself, so I truly love it. So what's the return on the task that you're doing? That's the most important part. The third component of the R is the reward. So what reward, what outcome are you going to get out of it? Now, the return is the joy that you do, that you get from doing the work itself, right? Now, if you look at the reward, this is where it's interesting. If you get into the mindset of finding out your purpose, what's the reward that you get out of it? It ties to your purpose. It's your why. It's been said before that if you, your why doesn't make you cry, it's not a strong why enough. I've always maintained as well, if your why is strong enough, the how will show itself. Now, let's go back to the requirement. The requirement, there's a little quote in the book that, that was written by John. It says, you've got to get out of your comfort zone, right? Everyone says that. Got to get out of your comfort zone. But make sure that you do not get out of your strength zone. That's such a really key insight, isn't it? You've got to get outside of your comfort zone. However, don't get uncomfortable and get your side of, outside of your strength zone, which is your superpower skills. Right? You might get into an uncomfortable zone where you're delegating your superpower skills to try something new, but you're delegating your superpower skills, which can result in the failure of the progress of your enterprise, your team, your organization. That's the really key part. On the reward part, there's a really good quote from Tim Redmond that says this. It says, many things catch my eye. But there are only a few things that will catch my heart. Many things catch my eye, but there are only a few things that will catch my heart. So how do you figure out what you delegate, what are your superpower skills, and the reward that you get out of it is because it actually speaks to your heart, not just your eye. So I'm guilty of sometimes letting too many things getting caught by my eye and jumping from one to another. As an entrepreneur, you get a lot of stuff bombarded with you as you want to grow fast and quick so you can get distracted. But every time I've come back to the heart, I've come back to the purpose, and I've come back to the superpower skills, it has helped enhance what I add value to the world and make me progress, right? So one thing that John has shared as well, and I'm sure you've read about it, is on Jack Welch, uh, the ex-CEO of GE, that said when he took it over, he made the organization concentrate on one or two things. One or two things only. One or two things. And those one or two things were being number one and number two in each of their industries. So they, were, they had investments in a lot of industries. So he ratcheted down and helped increase the growth of GE Capital. Another example of the priorities is Agena, the CEO of Alcoa who took over. 
And when he took over, he made one little speech, very key, and he said, what Alcoa is going to be is to, going to be number one in worker safety. Now he's talking to Wall Street, he's talking to all the investors, and, and everyone was running out and getting all like frantic is that this guy is coming in, he's not talking about return, about investments, about capital expenditures, he's talking about what we're gonna concentrate on is being number one. And when one of the reporters has asked about something else than that, he said, you don't understand me. What we are going to be known for is to be number one in safety and security. Some people that were representing some money, fund managers actually got out and made some phone calls to say, hey, you gotta divest out of this. This guy is quirky, he's crazy, he's like this granola dude that's gonna, he's, all he wants to take care of his people and take care of safety and security. It's not gonna make the company better. Lo and behold, if you had invested a dollar, a million dollars in that company, it would have grown close to 100 times by about two year span because he concentrated on things that were, that were essential for the business in itself, right? It's something that he believed is going to create the result. So he honed down on the priority. That's the law of priorities for you. One, of, one last example on the law of priorities is Coach Wooden. Coach Wooden did not scout his opposing teams. And this is something that, it's interesting. From a business perspective, we talk a lot about knowing your competition, outstanding, you, you look at your competition, but sometimes I find that studying your competition can actually box you in. If you read the article on ocean, uh, Blue Ocean, Red Ocean, it's gonna describe that. You kinda put yourself in a boxed in thought pattern because you're just looking at what the competition does and all you do is making yourself either just like them or better than them. Therefore, you're not gonna foresee any potential market increases, right? So, what I love about Coach Wooden is that he says this, he says that he doesn't go focus and then scout the competitive team because all he does is focusing on getting the best people and helping them to achieve their highest level of potential. Now, if you get the best people, which is what you should do, and then help them achieve the highest level potential, everything should really take care of itself. So, law of priorities. Now, imagine about time, if he was going to scout the competition, he wouldn't spend a lot of time developing his team or finding out which person to better recruit. So, how do you do that then, you say? Well, the act part is this. First, define what is working for you. As well, define what is not working. See what's working and that's determine if those are the superpower skills you have and what requires some more tweaking if you're not quite there yet and only you will know inside of you if I ask you questions if I'm coaching you I'd be asking you questions really insightful questions to peel off the layers to see that that you will know or come it we will ring up to the surface what you feel that you need to tweak because you know that answer the three R's that are required that means that the requirement your re return and your reward. What are those for you, especially for you? And the last thing is how often do you review your priorities? A lot of times people set up objectives, plans, and then put it aside. They don't, they don't take a look at it, review it. You know, this, this thing that I've learned very, very, very early on in my corporate career, it's plan, do, review. Plan your work, do your work, and continuously review your work. That's a cycle that is 
non-stop non-stop always ongoing all right plan to review hopefully this was helpful if it was please like share and comment and i welcome you on monday to friday every day from 8 30 on i jump on here and share with you some leadership insights and business strategies that could help propel solopreneurs and entrepreneurs to the highest level of your potential so i look forward to seeing you next time live and in person as always, aloha, mahalo, make everyday bandages lead on. And until I see you then, here's to your prodigious success. Hi, this is Tito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unlock the Leader's Code. For more codes unlocked, don't hesitate to go to www.titokang.com. Feel free to like, share, and comment. I love to hear what you think about what we shared with you.